sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, loyal listeners. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi, but uh, John Elliott cut off for a second there. Oh, did I? I, I thought you cut off. Um, well, this well, is off to a wondrous start here. I uh, heard nothing but blankness, and then I just started talking, just assuming you're going to have to call me back, but luckily it's better than that. So, yes, it's always a little bit off-putting when you start the show by not insulting our listeners, so I don't know how good this episode is going to be. I know. I thought I'd throw everybody off a little. All these dumb motherfuckers. Um, oh, and, and this is pop culture continuum, if we didn't say it. I oh, can't I, even remember. I, I wasn't sure, because as I said, things were cut off. And you do the recording, so you really get to say what's said. It's true. I do the editing as well. Uh, I, you know Which what is I, why I always sound bad, by the way. Anyone listening, if I ever say something really stupid, that is his editing's fault. I have edited exactly one thing out once for uh, that's what you say personal reasons. The, that's the uh, I I did have an idea for a show, although it would be so time consuming. I mean, it would be a show that would take me like six months to do, but where I um, take audio from previous shows, where I I just say something and then I get audio from a different part of the show or a different show where you reply and it's all. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous like none of it makes any sense i think that would be fun but i don't know who's got did, that kind of dedication not me did you listen there's a i guess it's an improv game uh but they did on episode of freedom where they read plays and the other person replied to it as if like you know he just made up the conversation he or she just made up the conversation oh, yeah really yeah funny i've never heard that before but it sounded pretty neat yeah that's a uh th- i like that show i like I always yeah. like when Scott Ackerman is not, uh, when he's more, I, I don't know, it's weird to say he's more sincere, but you know what I mean. He's not doing the hosting yeah. thing, he's just talking. Yeah, and that sometimes happens on Comedy Bang Bang, not all the time. But yeah. it always happens on Freedom, which is pretty neat. I've been really enjoying the Are You Talking R.E.M. Re-Me podcast as well, um, although those are long, man. Yeah, I have to get back into that. I listened to the first two, and then I just kind of forgot about it. So, yeah, I have to get back into that. I do like them, but they're long. Yeah. Adam Scott, I mean, it's weird that Adam Scott is able to do that so well, just because as far as I know, he doesn't have any improv background. He's just an actor, but I don't know. It works, those two. Yeah, I don't, I guess I don't think of that as improv, though. I just, I guess it is, but it's kind of riffing. Yeah. Um, God damn, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, w- I want to recommend something to them to do next, but I don't know who. <laughs> That's You should just send that message because they would really have fun with that. Oh, yeah, I should. Um, is that is that your way of recommending them do the who? Yeah, they should do the who. Who had three good albums and then sucked for the rest of their career. That won't really affect what the show is like. No, that's true. It wouldn't affect it at all. I do find on uh, the their REM podcast, I definitely agree with Adam more than Scott. Um, 
But except on Monster, I agreed with Scott Ackerman because he he was like, ah, eh, it's too much of the same. Uh, well, yeah. sounds like I agree with Adam Scott on that episode. I have to listen to it unless Adam Scott hated it. Um, no, Adam Scott didn't hate it. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've already done our REM podcast. We beat them to it. I don't know why we're even. They copied us. Any... Yeah. They after we copied them from doing you too. Anyway, uh, we don't have any plans for this episode, as you can probably tell. I have a sports story to share, and it's one you might actually enjoy. I mean, I guess we'll see. Sports, you know, automatically turns my interest down to about a one. So let's hear it. Well, hopefully I'll get it up to a five, which is the highest, right? Yeah, no, four. Okay. So Philadelphia has a basketball team, and uh, they were run by this, like, uh, uh, like seven years ago, this guy who ran the team was like they hired this mathematician kind of guy who's like a money ball kind of oh, guy. Oh yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, uh, called Sam Hankey, and he took over the team and decided the best way to make the team not mediocre but good was to to like be really bad for a number of seasons and just lose on purpose. And they called it tanking and made a lot of people upset and made a lot of people happy. But it really is neither here nor there. Eventually, the NBA got upset about this and they forced the Sixers to hire a like a old time NBA person to kind of to have a like a good face to things. And this guy was Jerry Colangelo. And this guy was there and Hickey were there together for a year. And then a, a year after that, Colangelo hired his son to work with Hickey. And Hickey's like, oh, forget it. I'm not going to work here anymore and quit. So Brian Colangelo took over Sam Hickey's spot. And that's that's pretty much uh, the basis of this story where the fun part comes is recently an, ar- an article was written that the, uh, an anonymous source reported this reporter that that he knew for a fact by using this guy claimed AI that artificial intelligence and statistics that there are four accounts on Twitter that are run by Brian Colangelo and he does not admit that they're him. And uh, the reporter looked at it, and he looked through all the the tweets that these four accounts made, and they were all like pro Colangelo stuff, anti Hinky stuff, just really like very very blatantly. So he's like, well, that's weird, but that doesn't mean it's him. But he he did his due diligence and figured out there's a possibility. So he wrote to the Sixers and Colangelo, uh, and he said or called them whatever whatever reporters do. And there were five accounts total, and he only asked them about two accounts. And the Sixers responded and said. One of these accounts is his. He never tweets from it. He just likes to read stuff in the industry. The other one he never heard of. And then an hour after he asked the Sixers about that, the other three accounts that he asked about were all shut down. So the, the wow, the uh, what's it called? The evidence, not the uh, circumstantial evidence, points to the fact that this this dude who's running an NBA team decided to put together five burner accounts just to puff himself up. That's so very Trump-like. Yes, and it doesn't end there. And what makes this story even more interesting is this story came out, and then like Sixers fans on Twitter decided to an investigation. And unlike most investigations done by internet people, this one turned out pretty interesting. They uh, went through the accounts, and you know how you can click on an account to get the password sent to you, and then they'll like give you we're sending the the information to this email and this phone number. Well, they did that, and three of the accounts had the same last two digits for the phone number. And the probability that those are three different phone numbers are very, very high. So, And then they investigated further and found out that Colangelo's wife has the phone number with the same last two digits. So they tracked it down to his wife. So right now, 
it's not solved, but I think it's pretty interesting and pretty funny. Uh, seems like it's solved. Well, uh, yes, it's not, not solved in the fact that the dude should be fired, and he hasn't come out and admitted that he or his wife had anything to do with it, but it's almost 95% clear that they did. Wait, what is this thing where you can ask for the account details? That's creepy. How does that work? You go to an, you go to log into Twitter, you put in your username and say, I forgot my password, and click on, I forgot my password, and then Twitter comes back and says, we send it to this email address, and everything's asterisked out. Except, except for the, like, a couple digits. Oh, okay, couple got it. Gotcha. And then the same with the phone number, and the last two digits of the phone number were 91, and that's the same last two digits as the wife's. So it's – and what's really crazy is they still haven't fired him yet. Uh, oh, including this – and the stuff that he, he like tweeted or whoever ran that account tweeted was private medical information about players that people had no way of knowing unless they were on the inside of the front office. I mean, so he was a real piece of crap. It sounds like – well – Will they fire him if his dad's in charge? Well, his dad's not in charge anymore. He's a quote special advisor, but uh-huh. so if the owner has final say, and if the owner has any sense, he'll fire him. But I think maybe what they're doing, why they're taking so long, is they're trying to make it so it's for cause and they have to pay him the rest of his salary. But who knows? But I've just I've just found this to be even not the non sports related aspect of it a, a spectacularly enjoyable thing to read because it's so. It's just like such a petty thing for him to do, and it's just so interesting that these these fans are like digging digging up the trails. That uh, I don't. I mean, I just don't understand stuff like that. Like, I guess it's just narcissism. Is is that? I think so. At the I think root so. of I it. think there's. I mean, there's been already articles written about how he has like uh, issues. Like, well, his father was a big deal in the sport before he got there, and he was always trying to prove himself. So anytime he's criticized. He's like up on it, but then the stuff he got upset about was so funny. Like someone made fun of his collars; they're they're really high collars, and he's like, "You need a new slant. Stop making fun of his collars." Jeez. Well, see, <laughs> this is another thing. the The daddy issue defense doesn't really work for me once you're past a certain age, either. Oh, like, but it's not a defense. It's just like a no, no I, reasoning. No, I yeah, know, I but that's what I, I mean. When saying. when yeah. anybody says it, you know, um, yeah, oh. It's it's indefensible. I mean, when it first came out, it wasn't a hundred percent clear. It's just pretty clear the, the fact that the three clan, the camps were were like turned off when once the Sixers got the news was, I mean, that's pretty damning. Yeah. But at that point, when it wasn't a hundred percent clear, it's like either he is super petty or someone on the someone in that organization really wants to take him down, and that's super petty, and that's pretty fun. So no matter where you're from, it's a fun story. And then the 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 background with the Hinky stuff, the Sixers fans who liked. Sam Hinkie, they were, they're like, it's like a cult. So they're really into taking this calendula down because they didn't like him replacing Sam Hinkie. So it's all really pretty fun. Ah, the drama behind the scenes of sports. Yeah, that's more interesting to me than the I've, drama I've thought on the court. so. Did that bring it up to a four or a three at least? Uh, two. Ah, not that high. Well, at a four, it's pretty good. It's like, what was this? Oh, it was, uh, a good place where their the ranking system was was like a bell curve. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for that to come back. Um. Oh well. I'm, I'm we, ex- no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm excited about the the new TV season with uh, two three Michael Scher shows on one year. I know. Me too. I I imagine the good place can't last too much longer. I mean, just because of the nature of it, mm-hmm. um, which would be good. I think we talked about that before. 
Uh, yeah, of, I think some some shows can last a long time, but something like that is kind of yeah. The nature of it shouldn't last a long time. Yeah, it shouldn't. Like, like, like a show like Cheers is just designed to last forever, and yeah. that's his new show. It sounds like that's kind of designed to last a long time. The it's kind of a Cheers like show. She's running a bar in her backyard, but well, a show even, like the Good Place should, or even Brooklyn Nine Nine should last a long time. I was going to say Brooklyn Nine Nine could yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, shows in the new season roseanne won't be among them that was uh i'm sure you you read about that yes and it's it's kind of funny because that came out the same day as the calendula story the whole roseanne getting actually fired for tweeting something so twitter had a had a big week and yet they still can't make money um do yeah. they i don't know if they do or not i i really have no idea maybe they do now that. but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I know the executives probably have a ton of money from all the angel investors, but yeah, I don't know if the the, the company itself profits. But it does, I don't understand how Facebook makes so much money if Twitter can't, because it's just ads, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, Facebook definitely has more, a lot more people. I mean, you have like yeah. grandparents keeping in touch with their dumb grandkids and stuff on facebook whereas Twitter well yeah is... but that's the thing i don't think grandkids go on facebook anymore no it's crazy like a lot of millennials are just like fuck this they are on other sites i don't think they use snapchat anymore either it's like twitter's kind of popular so maybe that is making money i have no idea yeah i don't know i don't twitter to me is like <clears throat> i don't know it's pissing in the wind it's just a bunch i love of people twitter. shouting see i don't I love reading Twitter. I, I haven't gotten the hang of posting on it, but I do love reading Twitter. Once in a while, well, I think that's my problem with Twitter. Is like you said, it's like pissing in the wind because I don't have. I think you need to get to a certain, like, well, first of all, you have to not care about. I like to get responses to stuff, and on Facebook, I usually get responses to stuff because it's enough people I know personally, and there's really not enough people. Like the people I know personally already follow like 500 people, so my stuff is not going to get seen by them. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. So it's. To me, Twitter is very much about fame. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, but I do, I do like conversation. I do miss the days of Live Journal when it was actual conversation. Yeah, same here. And I, I also do enjoy reading Twitter sometimes, especially when like some scandal breaks. Right. Uh, but I right. never post anything except to like insult Trump now and then when he posts <laughs> stupid. Well, that's redundant when he posts something. Um, so, but they are talking and 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 about bringing back Roseanne with without Roseanne, like a yeah. Hogan family kind of thing, which would be interesting. And I can see I didn't understand at first why they would even try to do it, but apparently, uh, Laurie Metcalf, John Goodman, and who plays Darlene? Sarah. Sarah Gilbert, right? Yeah. Or yeah, they they all have like already been paid. So it's it's right. like if they have a season, they they're going to be spending ten. Or $30 million on nothing. And right. So. And, yeah, and they're all, well, at least John Goodman and Laurie Metcalf are, you know, decent actors who are likable. Yeah, I don't, it's weird because it's not like people didn't know Roseanne was fucking crazy like this before they picked up the show. I don't know. But Yeah, but this was especially heinous, although apparently she said something similar in the past, but whatever. Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, I did not expect them to, I hadn't actually heard about the original tweet. I had just heard about everything after she got fired. So I can't say I didn't expect it, but I was surprised by it when I read it, that they just out and out canceled the number one show of the year. Yeah, I know. Well, 
I mean, I guess good for them. Uh, I'd I'd try watching a Roseanne without Roseanne to see what it's like. Yeah, I did not like. I as we've mentioned on the show, I did not like the the reboot very the much. So. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. It just it made no fucking sense anyway. Like, she was the opposite on that new show of what she right. was originally. So yeah, it was. Um. Damn it! I had uh, something in mind, Twitter related, but uh, who cares? Yeah. Goodbye, Roseanne. Oh, I know what it was. And then did you see the Republicans uh, saying, "Well, Bill Maher said uh, Trump was <laughs> yeah. was his father was an orangutan or something." And I I don't know how you are so uh, tone deaf that you don't realize the difference. But, well, okay. First but on the other yeah. hand, hey, cancel yeah, Bill Maher. Okay. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you're so uh, tone deaf that you don't recognize the difference between you know, insulting a person and a group of people and also just the racial aspects of it. But aside from that, yes, cancel Bill Moore, the, the biggest Islamophobe weirdo out there. And doesn't he have something like he has weird theories on germs and stuff that they don't exist or some. I, yeah, I know he's like anti-vax. I know he had like yeah. some. Dude, he's the worst. He's he really is. He does nothing good for liberals. I think he gets somebody in there younger. Like he's he's too old and like he thinks he's progressive but he's still stuck in the mentality of his generation i think um too much yeah he had some dude on who like treated charlie sheen or something and this guy said he cured aids with goat milk i'm like what are you (laughs) what the fucker and bill maher wasn't like mocking him he he was like on board yeah yeah nope 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 John Oliver's still there, so you can get rid of Bill Moore and you'll still have comedy on that channel. Yeah, you, well, there's also plenty of actually funny comedians out there who could do political shows. Right. Well, oh, wait, you don't like John Oliver? No, no, I mean, aside from, uh, not oh, to replace Bill Maher is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I like John Oliver. Um, Speaking of Twitter, I, for some reason I was led to Robert Wool's Twitter page and I thought it was really kind of cute. Oh, really? Artless yeah, himself? Arliss himself. Well, that's why someone retweeted him saying, uh, no, he didn't say it. I guess it's a retweet of him retweeting something. But anyway, that's how I saw it. Someone had said, if Robert Wool loses his car, I guess we can call him Carless. <laughs> and he retweeted, he's like, I guess I'll retweet this or something like that, like grudgingly. It's a pretty, it's a solid pun. Yeah. No, that's not bad. Uh, Arliss, the second worst series ever on HBO after Dream I, On. I've never watched either of those shows, but I can't believe... Wait, Dream On was HBO, not Cinemax? Yeah, it was HBO, yeah. yeah. Early days. Oh, you never watched that football show, because I'm sure that wasn't very good either. The The football show that was like a fictionalized NFL. Oh, no, I don't even know what that is. It was like a soap opera kind of slash comedy. It was, it was probably like, I don't know, I'd say 92, somewhere around there that aired. Oh, no, no idea. There's like HBO has the uh, reputation for having quality shows, but they also put out a lot of crap. Um, I don't know. I what think the, that Ballers the, is and all those shows, but yeah. Sorry. Well, Ballers has uh, uh, Cordry. It must be good. Oh, does it? I thought it had and The Rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never watched it, but it might be funny. First and ten. Oh, eighty four. It's even older than I thought. It was the show I was thinking of. First. And, oh. OJ Simpson was in it. Of course he was. Yeah, Delta Burke played the owner of a of a professional football team. 
it was a interesting show. No, thank you. What else? But I don't think HBO really got the recu- the recommendation the reputation for being a good maker of 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 stuff until after Larry Sanders show. Like Larry Sanders show was first, and then I think they uh, didn't do a lot. And then yeah, they had two a years later, spell. then like that's when like Sopranos, The Wire, yeah, Kirby Enthusiasm, all like kind of hit around the same time. The golden age of television. I'm gonna copyright that phrase so I don't steal it. Speaking of Golden Age, uh, you reading any new comics? No, not lately. Yeah. Been reading old comics. Like? I, I finally got to the point. Well, yeah, I, I told you. I was reading the, like the, Spider-Man. the Spider-Man. The yeah. Spider-Man where uh, Dr. Octopus takes over his body, and then I decided to read every everything from that era. And a lot of it's very good. Mark Wade had a good run on Daredevil, what I, I was enjoying, and... Uh, Deadpool had, it was right when Brian Hussein took over of Deadpool and that's pretty fun. So yeah, like the first issue that he's on, uh, Scott Ackerman gets name dropped. <laughs> nice. And I like that. I don't know why they decided to do it, but Scott Atzit is a character in Deadpool. <laughs> is this, uh, wait, are, is this Marvel Unlimited you're reading this on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott Adsit is an actual character. Yeah, he's a shield agent. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's he must like he must be friends with, with um, with comic book people because there's a other there the what's that guy's name that does the the like the hard crime stuff. Do you know who I'm talking about? The uh, he did that series. Brew Baker. Yeah, Brew Breaker. He had a like uh, one of his crime had a Scott Adsit character in it who gets shot. That's so fucking. See, that's like. That's like my dream of being uh, man at urinal in movies and just being man at urinal. Scott Adsit gets to be a character in all these cool comic books. I'm, I wonder if he's even aware. And at this point, since 30 Rocks hasn't been on for so long, I think of him as a comic book guy now more than the... He's well, also in the the, podcast, the Wolverine podcast. He plays a character in that. Oh, yeah. He, I guess he's deep in the comics world. I guess so. We got to make friends with the right people, man. <laughs> I just, I, I usually end, end that sentence earlier than you do. Yeah, I know. We got to make friends. Or we got to make. That's where you end it. Just we. Oh. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Um, should we take a quick break and come back and talk about more nonsense? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, first and ten ran for six seasons. Yeah, that's thrilling. We will be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing. All right, we're back talking. We were talking in the break about uh, 
other conservative Hollywood types. Um, Speaking of Firefly, Nathan Fillion has a show coming out next year, and I look forward to seeing whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I heard about that. Although, I think it's called The Rookie. I, I never forget. watched that castle. Um, I watched. I saw there. bits of it, but it didn't he seem was that impressive. The, really, the only good thing about it. Yeah. And apparently, it, it could have kept going, but he hated his coast, or it was a mutual hatred between him and his co-star so much that it was just like, yeah, we're not going to continue the show. We don't like each other. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Oh, well, speaking of the conservatives, I remember one of the times I, I tweeted, uh, Tim Allen said something like, the scariest thing to liberals or the scariest thing to Hollywood, something like that. And, and he was like um, a conservative who's actually funny. And I tweeted, maybe. Do you know any? <laughs> they picked up his fucking show. Fox did, yeah. Fox. My God, that awful piece of shit. I um, never watched it, so I can't say if it's a piece of shit. Well, I've seen, I've seen enough of it to know it's an awful piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Look, compared to other, like, is it better than that Kevin James show? And I don't mean yes. the original. No, no, no. I know. Okay. Yeah, Kevin can wait. Yes, but well, that's good. it's still off. I mean, it's still, you know, our problem with these shows is that it's not the, not the Kevin James show, but our problem with these kind of sitcoms is that it's basically an 80s sitcom. Right. Um, just, I, I don't have a problem with that kind of show existing. And if they picked it up because it's going to get good ratings, I don't – from my first understanding was it was like a really political show. But the more I looked into it, it's just he happens to be conservative and the show is – like makes fun of that. I, so I don't have a problem with that show as much as as like – I don't know, as, as much as I did before that. They do make, make fun of it, like – but – also, it's it's got misogyny in it, like to the extent that that he doesn't, you know, he's living with all women, like his daughters and his his wife, and he's like holding on to the old ideas of masculinity or whatever. But I also think like he thinks he's right, like not just the character, but Tim Allen thinks that the dude is right. Uh, anyway, right, I don't know. That, I know. How does the show? I haven't watched the show, but if the show portrays it as because, I mean, I think a lot of people still think that way, and if they're making fun of that way of thinking, just like All in the Family did, I don't really have that much that's, of a problem with it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I uh, Carol Connor would have been a worse person if he really thought like Archie Bunker, so I still don't like Tim Allen, but... Yeah, no. Because Tim Allen has no problem playing this character, and Carol Connor apparently kind of got, you know... <laughs> I think it's his heart hurt a little after he played the character for for ten years. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why Archie's plays he had kind of a, a tender size. Yeah, he got rid of the more strident uh, conservative yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and the rating. I saw a meme. Toilet. What do you say? I saw a meme. Uh, I think it was today. Someone had a picture from All in the Family because it's a very topical meme, and one side had Meathead, and one side had. Uh, Archie Bunker, and then it's like, doesn't pay rent, pays the rent. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It was some conservative meme? Yeah, conservatives. Oh, conservatives, you're not funny. Try to, uh, don't don't come up with memes, my god. I, uh, although I did enjoy all the Roseanne memes, and the uh, Oakland woman calling the police memes. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, I, don't feel i feel a little bit bad for that woman not well i don't, I don't. know i don't know the, i don't know the whole story but 
does she really have to have her life ruined? But she was trying to ruin other people's lives, I she guess. She really was. Just, like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. I mean, she she obviously wasn't as bad as the uh, the New York lawyer, but no, or the Yale student. Yeah, yeah, was... or the Yale student who neither. I don't think the Yale student's been outed, and neither has the Oakland woman, the New York lawyer. They they fucking internet was no, all no. over that dude. All all three. The the Oakland woman has been outed. She's a environmental activist for some company, and the Yale student is a philosophy uh, PhD candidate, or I don't know what it's called, philosophy PhD student at Yale. Oh, but they and they got their names and everything. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. I last I'd read that it was unnamed. Still, but oh, I don't know if like I don't know if like reputable news organizations well, no, are naming. It's never the, reputable. Oakland. It's always just the internet. But okay, yeah, yeah. they they named yeah, they named them. Uh, that's what I mean. I mean, I don't know. It's it definitely was crappy. I think I felt worse when I first saw that she was like outed because I was like, are you? Because the pictures didn't look that similar of the woman on the phone and this like her corporate headshot. I was like, are you totally sure that's her? Because I'm a little worried here. <laughs> But once I found out it was really her, I felt a little bit less bad. But I still feel like, uh, I guess it is bad. I don't know the whole story about what she did. Like, was there any kind of conversation between that her and the people? Was it, uh, who knows? But yeah, yeah she, she should. There's mean, no reason to call the cops for something like that. No, there's not. And I don't think like I would seriously doubt her life is being destroyed like the yeah. like the New yeah. York lawyers is, which I'm well, his all for I don't it. Think I don't feel bad because that was not the first time that happened. Nope. He was. Nope. Yeah. He deserved what he got. Yeah. How do you like if if that's your belief system? Why are you in New York? Just move to fuck Montana or something. I don't know. What? I think that the, the difference I feel in the woman in Oakland who made the phone call is I don't necessarily think she was being racist when she was doing it. She was just being uptight. I think the person in. New York, obviously, and the Yale student were definitely both being outwardly and super racist. I think she was being uptight and she wasn't thinking things through. What happens when you call the cops on on black people? Maybe, but I wonder. Maybe. I mean, I think she would have made the same phone call for a bunch of white people using charcoal at the park. Maybe she's an environmental activist. Who, yeah, That's, who knows? But but. Still, Even so, yeah. you're just being a dick. Like I don't think, yeah. Yeah, I don't think right. there's as much internet hate for her as there is the other two. But no, but she got memed a lot more than the other two. That's true. Well, because it was funny. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hard to make the New York dude funny or the or the Yale. The Yale dude. one is really like it's really like really bad. I don't know why. I just find that the one to be the worst of the of the three. The New York dude was just like he. He was just, I think, so cartoonishly evil, and he's just. Yeah. The Yale student was just like, seemed so like self-justified in what she was doing, and she's like, "You don't belong here." I'm calling it, and she did it twice. Yeah. It's just awful. And then, and then the uh, the woman who got the cops called on her had to, like, go prove she was a student there to the cops. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was pretty terrible. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. It's great what's going on in our country uh, that people feel. I, I mean, I get that people feel emboldened because of Trump to say this stuff, but still, Trump's not the only person in the country. How do you not know this is like yeah. going to affect well, I, you badly in the age of social media? I think of these three, the only one I'd say was emboldened was the dude, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two, yeah, I they weren't doing racist yeah. rants, but it still to me, 
in this day and age, why would you go on a racist rant when people are going to film you right. and you know it? And yeah. like, you st- <laughs> I get you're racist, but you still know we live in a society, right? That's like so, there's people like crying that they got do- like their doxed. their identity was found when they were at the like the Charlottesville march. I'm like, dude, you were there. Yeah, I know. No one forced you to be there. Oh god, I, it cracked me up because the one. The one main dude who was like the UNLV dude or whatever he was at the Charlottesville rally, Charlotte, Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Um, then he went on to say he was like, "No, but I'm not racist." Blah, blah. And then he just gave an explanation that was the most racist thing you've <laughs> ever heard. It's I don't know. I don't even know what to do. Now we got uh, uh, Gestapo tactic tactics at the border. You know what? Let's stop talking about politics and go back to pop culture. Good to me. Yeah. Uh, did you read the, about the 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 whole report about what went down on the lethal weapon set? No, no, I didn't. Oh, it's, it's, it sounds like uh, uh, the dude that got fired really deserved to get fired, but Damon Wayans, Wayans is a bit of a diva, which well, is not a surprise. He's also a huge asshole who, you remember, he made the comments yeah, about Cosby. Yeah, he defended Cosby, right. Yeah. And not only defended Cosby defended Cosby by saying those women were too ugly for Bill Cosby to have raped. Oh, I didn't know basically. that. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were just looking for attention and money is what he said. I didn't know about the, well, yeah. that's, that's pleasant. Um, yeah. Anyway, now we're getting back into politics. Well, speaking of entertainment and politics, I'm sure you followed the whole arrested development thing. Uh, yeah. Which... I was really disappointed in, in Tony. I'm glad they apologized. And it seemed like their apologies were sincere. So that was nice, but really disappointed that that's that would was their first go-to is to minimize her obvious discomfort and well and she's there crying i'm like yeah you guys are coming off looking really really bad i it was super yeah. disappointing because i liked those people will arnett actually didn't seem so bad but yeah just, i thought he wasn't there no michael sarah wasn't there um oh will arnett was i guess i just didn't hear him talking i didn't yeah, he didn't say old. much so okay <clears throat> But, Michael Sarah wasn't there. Was was me? Oh, maybe. May, oh, I yeah, don't remember. Maybe jumped in. She's, yeah. yeah, she's stuck. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's that would be your last guess of who would come out looking the best. Will Arnett of those that group. Yeah, I know. Because think... I've heard Tony Hale in other interviews where he's a really thoughtful, good guy. It seems. Yeah. And well, I mean, I, it just points out how ingrained uh, these this kind of thinking is where I, I don't think they were trying to do that. It's just, you know, they're ignorant of, I think they were so intent on defending Jeffrey Tambor, who probably doesn't deserve defense from what happened on transparent that they didn't even think twice about her. And that was, that's really unfortunate. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. It's, you know, basically this is how white males, I mean, when you're the, yeah, when you're the superhero of the culture all the time, you don't stop to think that maybe you're not so super. I, uh, well, not only defending him for the transparent allegations, uh, but also defending him after they had known that he did that to Jessica Walters. So, oh, no, I, I, I think they were just dead set on defending him and they, on anything, and they really didn't put thought into the Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they said things like, this happens all the time. And she's like, I've worked for 30 years. This has never happened to me before. Oh, and then 60 years. Other people, yeah. 60 years. And other people, other people are like, yeah, like, yeah, this does not happen all the time. You're ridiculous. And yeah, I know I haven't even. And even watched... if it does, it shouldn't. Exactly. There was some. Ah, uh, fuck. 
I'll find it and send it to you. Some dude who um, spoke out, he was, took a picture with Jessica Walters, and he was saying how uh, how wrong it was. Anyway, that does, doesn't matter. Yeah, I haven't watched the new season because I'm so, like, bummed out about that whole interview. But I bet Michael Sarah's glad he couldn't make it for whatever reason. <laughs> Jesus. Well, David, and David Cross didn't say anything, did he? I don't, re- I don't really remember, I, but he's already soul. Yeah, he is kind of an asshole. Like I've, I've seen him say he stands by Jeffrey Tambor and other things. Um, yeah, I don't know. And his, but, his wife is like, yeah, one of the heads <laughs> of the Me Too movement. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? But and he had that whole story of him and Michael Sarah's ex girlfriend that yeah. was awful, and his, his every time he'd say something about it, it would make it worse. Yes. First he said, I don't remember that. She was crazy, or, and then and then it was like, oh, I was just playing a character. It's like, dude, apologize and move on. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And then they tried to like bring Michael Sarah into it, and I think Michael Sarah just like didn't say anything. He's like, which is not doesn't speak highly of him, but I think it was just like he didn't want to. I think he just didn't want to continue it on. That's my only defense for Michael Sarah. Yeah, but I mean, he also, yeah, I don't know. He wasn't one of the principals either but yeah i i know well i don't know one day... i mean it was his it was his girlfriend he could have just said dude knock it off yeah but whatever yeah uh, Hollywood i've been elite. actually been i've been watching uh season four of rest of development uh and re- i think the remixed version yeah the... i don't the they, that's all you can do on oh on that, that's all they have now okay and uh, I, don't, I just don't remember watching it before. I, I thought I did, but I just don't remember it at all. So it's really weird watching it. I don't know what happened that year where I have such an awful memory of, of watching this show. It's pretty good. Was that your uh, was that your meth binge year? Must have been. Yeah. Just fucking in and out. Got to make room for uh, counting the uh, bumps in your ceiling. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's been a... It's been a lousy time for uh, entertainers, but on the other hand, maybe things will start changing. I don't know. I don't know why I keep hoping that when they obviously haven't, but I'm glad the conversation is out there now. Anyway, mm-hmm. Yeah, and people, people are, are recognizing their, I think a lot of the response, like Jason Bateman's response was a lot better than any, a lot that you say. So that was, yeah, good. yeah. Like Louis CK or, yeah. Oh God! I like Cosby's uh, reaction in court when he called the dude an asshole. Like, <laughs> oh man! You mean when like the like he's like you can't give him because he has a couple of yachts and he's like I don't own a yacht asshole. Is that it? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. What it was? yeah. Like just getting it was so like, upset and flustered. He, he finally was able to take the veneer veneer of respectability off. Yes, that's I loved it. Yeah, even though it was just a brief moment. I don't know. I guess we'll see if he does any time. Uh, but good for you, Philadelphia. Jury? Not Philadelphia. Good for you, Poughkeepsie. Jury? Mm, that's also wrong. And good. way, way wrong. Good for you. I, there's... I, who who would describe... Binold? I don't know. You guys have a bunch of weird cities over there. What? There is a... Someone famous, I can't remember who, but went to high school outside of Philadelphia. New York Times had an article about him and said he went to high school in Philadelphia. And there's a correction that that was a whole correction. The school was not in Philadelphia; it was in the suburbs. <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> a funny correction. Oh, yeah, people do that here. Like people in Marin County say they're from San Francisco. Like, no, you're not even close. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else is going on in the pop culture I, world. I I'll always there was a when I when I was in college it was like a, one of those dorm meetings where everyone's saying hello to each other and this one guy who turned out to be a real asshole but it was just, seemed okay at the time he's like I'm from New York and then. The, this other woman, Ranith, was like, oh, yeah, what part of New York are you from? He's, and then he had to say it was Jersey, like northern Jersey. And she's like, that's not New York. And But instead of just saying, yeah, I guess, he argued it for an, an ex- much too long. He's like, well, you know, it's the New York metro area. And I was like, dude, <laughs> take the loss. Yeah, states have borders. <laughs> that's how it works. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no reason for her to argue it because she was being petty. But once she did, she was in the right and there's, she was done. Well, that's, that's again, I assume he was a white male and you know, that's, yep. uh, I remember, I don't know why just New York made me think of this, but when I was in basic training, there was this dude named Ehrlich who was like total Bronx. I don't know. Italian dude, like really super obnoxious. And, um, he was, he was a dick all the time. And I remember one time, um, wait, did you go to basic training in a, a 1940s movie about basic training? I did. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, and one time he said something and like one of the drill sergeants like took him away from the group and took him off to, I don't know, discipline. and then you hear Ehrlich go, yo, you're not going to hit me. And then bam, you hear, <laughs> you hear him get punched. Uh, I, I laughed at that. Although, I mean, it's not cool, but he, if anybody deserved it, it was him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, it was basically a 1950s movie. I mean, mixed with uh, Full Metal Jacket. We did have a dude who went super insane. Um, and they had to keep him around until they could process him out. So we're like going to the gun range and everybody's like, don't let this motherfucker. They have <laughs> guards on him all the time. Yeah. Are you Facebook friends with him? Yeah, he's my best Facebook friend. <laughs> How can you tell he's your best Facebook friend? Because he likes everything I post, even oh. when I don't post. Well, he isn't seen. True. Um, I know. I'm trying to think of. Have I been watching anything new? Oh, I just we watched the new Kimmy Schmidt, but it's only like six episodes, so I guess they're splitting up this last season. I mean, oh, I assume because it ended that. on a cliffhanger type thing. So, um, but it's its final season, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why are they splitting it up? Are I they still know. making it? Yeah, I do, I don't I have no idea. Maybe just to drum up interest, who knows. Well, that's weird. Uh, unless it is weird. Uh, that's what Amazon did with the Tick. Oh, it's exactly. Yeah, well, Amazon does weird stuff, so not it's just Netflix doesn't. Yeah, but doesn't Netflix do that. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, so January 25th, 2019 is when the second half of the final season's coming. Oh. Wait, January? Mhm. Damn, that's a long fucking wait. For, I, I know, that is weird. You would think they'd have already shot Wait, the, it. Like six months? Oh, maybe they haven't. That's weird. Um, anyway, it's, the it's you know, if you like Kimmy Schmidt, you're going to like it. Are you there? I like, I like Kimmy Schmidt. I watched the first episode. It was good. Yeah. And uh, what else What else have we been watching? Oh, you Do know, you think they knew this was the final season when they started making this? This season? I would think so. Yeah. Um, I, I do kind of like. You watched it quick. Oh, it's only six episodes, dude. Yeah, that's, that's true. what, like ten hours? Yeah, it's not that bad. 
Um, we did watch on Hulu. We watched uh, Twelve Monkeys. Have you seen that? No, is it good? The TV show, right? Yeah, the TV show. Yeah, based based on the movie. I mean, loosely based on the movie. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty entertaining. I mean, it's not the greatest thing ever, but I think you'd enjoy it. I have to put that on the list. I've been watching. I was going to use this as a recommendation. I guess I still can. I've been watching Legion on Hulu, and it's very good. Oh yeah, it, do they, they don't have the second season up though, right? Oh, they don't. I don't know. I've just, I don't know. I'm still in the first season. Yeah. Just like Atlanta, they only have the first season of Atlanta up. Yeah, I know, fuckers. But last... I have to tell you, you, I, I mean, I share someone's Hulu and they upgraded to commercial free, and it's so much better. Oh yeah, I know, man. It's like, it's like streets ahead. Um, it's, it really is. They still have commercials on, like, if you're watching something from the week of, but other than that, it's so so oh, do weird. They? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Depending on the network, it depends on the network. But see, when Legion season one was on, they were showing it like the next day on Hulu, and then season two's out now, and I don't think they have it, so that's weird. Oh, they must have like the contract because that's FX. That's the same with yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta's on there, yeah. Um, CW doesn't have anything on Hulu. No, I know. I mean, iZombie is on uh, Netflix, but obviously it's like a season behind. Did you like the final season of iZombie? Did, Did I mean, you finish the, it? the most recent season? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, it ended on a hopeful note, which was which threw me off because it never has before. <laughs> yeah. And and I was thinking maybe they didn't know that this was that they were going to get one more season when they filmed this, and it could have because it could have been like a series finale. Right. Yeah. Although I but mean, slightly still... unsatisfying series finale, but it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the. I don't know. I just feel like the finale has to have a cure. Oh, but yeah. I, just, I think so, too. But I like... She, I like that she didn't take her cure. That was that was nice. Yeah. I, and I, I'm glad uh, Veronica Mars dude finally got his head smashed. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. But, man, I, I don't... I mean, they're really... <laughs> they're not very nice to live. No, they're really not. Um, but they kind of have to not be because she is the whole uh, driving force of the... I, I understand that, but she, how many boyfriends has she lost? Yeah, I know. I don't know. 5,000? At least three. Yeah, I mean, somewhere between those two numbers. Anyway. Yeah, yeah my no, number I, agreed with... My number agreed... We weren't in disagreement. No, no, not at all. We never are. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I know, now it's like kind of a TV wasteland because everything is is done for the season um i've heard good things about the documentary evil genius on Netflix. oh yeah you should watch it dude it's also like uh mercifully not super long like it's only i don't know how many episodes it is but it's not a ton of time to invest <laughs> yeah no it's good and I, I i we talked about wild country liking that so i think netflix has really come through with their documentaries this year yeah, I think so too. And they're all produced by those brothers. Really? The league, dude. The the, the Duplass I brothers. Country, I knew Wild Country is is, is Evil Geniuses yes, as well. Yes, also produced by the Duplass brothers. Who, huh. I have never liked uh, their movies and stuff, um, but yeah, they're they're doing good as producers. I've never seen any of their movies, so yeah, you don't need like, to. I've I've seen movies he starred in, but weren't made. Like I saw uh, Safety Not. Guaranteed? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. The top travel—that was okay. I include that one in movies I don't like. 
Uh, well, he didn't produce that one. No, I, was, I know. He has, what, what do they call the Mumblecore? There? Yes, which is, yeah. Not Even the name should tell you that it, you're not going to enjoy it. Um, and you won't. Yeah, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Have you watched Handmaid's Tale? First season. I haven't started the second okay. season yet. Very good. Yeah, uh, second season is finally going in a direction I think it should go because my complaint about, especially at the beginning of the second season, is like, are you really telling me that all this is going on and there is no signs of resistance or rebellion anywhere to this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody's everybody's just going along and they're finally starting to show some hope, which I think you kind of need. You can't just have like... Yeah people being beaten down all the time and that's your series like i thought the first season had subtle signs of resistance yeah yeah well the first season was also based on a novel second season you know they went off right yeah on their own so um anyway yeah i've I've been enjoying that but uh i don't know i guess we should stop talking about things we like because we need to do recommendations 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 i might do one of the things i like for recommendation i'm I'm one of the things you like that's good yeah I think. Sorry about that, guys. Had a technical difficulty. Okay, go back to what you like. It might have recorded, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to recommend Legion. Aubrey Plaza is delightful in Legion. Never heard of it. And uh, I will go on, and I will also recommend the. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. What is Eel's latest album called? Oh yeah, I don't know either. It's a. It's good. I have not uh, heard it. Okay. You, you haven't. I thought you liked them. I think they're okay, but I have yeah, I didn't even know they had a new album. I'm not a I'm not a big fan or anything. Yeah. Oh. I'll check it anyway, out though. Since it's, you recommended it's, it. It's worth listening to. It's very good. It's it has some slow song. It you know, it's good. I'm, I'm looking up the name of it. I will recommend as an album oh, do you did you find the name? Almost. The de- deconstruction. The deconstruction? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh I'm gonna recommend the Janelle Monet album, Dirty Computer. Uh, yeah, I have to listen to the whole thing. Which I really I enjoy. Her. Me too. And I got um, the Masonic, which is a where I we saw um, uh, Slater Kinney and the replacements and stuff. Um, I get their like newsletter, and they had oh Janelle Monet at the Masonic this month, and like I went. Obviously, it's fucking sold out. They, like I didn't get any like any pre oh janelle monet's coming email so i was super pissed and and also i was like why is she not playing a bigger place but i guess i overestimate how big she is right yeah um because she's not like beyonce level obviously but uh she should be. she's she's very big though i am surprised it's a small venue because it seems like she gets like a lot of airplay i guess that i mean that doesn't make any difference does it like oh, nowadays it's a lot it's a lot of airplay and she's she's very big but she's not Beyonce big yeah. yeah um anyway it's a great album end to end and I will also recommend um a comic well graphic novel collection whatever uh Black Sad have you checked that out no oh, what is that so it was originally um French is is a French comic and so they they translated it um it's about this like big I don't know cat or panther it's all like anthropomorphic animals in it um but it's he's like a detective it's it's noir basically that sounds fun um, yeah and, and, and the, are you reading really the french version yeah i'm of course, of course reading the untranslated because uh 
because otherwise you you lose too much. I can't be reading what the hoi polloi here in America <laughs> reads. Going back to your Masonic story, uh, Paul Paul Tompkins is coming to Philadelphia to do a live taping of Spontanea Nation, and I was excited about that when I saw it. But then I saw it was sold out, except for the really expensive uh, tickets. And then, uh, like on Thursday, he he put on Twitter, which is a good thing for stuff like this, that a second showing was was happening. And uh, I was able to get the cheap tickets for that, so I'm really excited to see that. I don't especially like the podcast, but I do appreciate it, and I think live it'll be much better. Yeah, live improv is always better than listening to it on a podcast. Um, right, and um, what's even better is the the original show was, uh, I think, 9 to 10, and the second show, which I was afraid was going to be like 11 o'clock, which is much too late for my sensibilities, is at 7 o'clock, which is perfect. Oh, awesome. Do you And do you have somebody that will go with you or are you going to go by yeah. yourself oh nice yeah. those will be fun it's always nice when you can find somebody into the more obscure stuff i guess i mean i guess paul Tompkins isn't that obscure but he kind of is i mean unless you're a, a huge podcast comedy podcast listener right yeah he's he's been on an episode of brooklyn 99 for 10 seconds oh damn i don't even remember him on it he was a captain of the ship when they're on that cruise ship Oh, yeah. Yes, I Perfect casting. Um, oh, I'm going with former guest of the show, Yvonne. She's... Oh, nice. But yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that. That should be fun. I've never... Oh, I did see. I see him, saw him for Comedy Bang Bang, but this will be fun. I wish he, he did stand-up, because I'd go see him do that. I know. I don't but... even think he does stand-up anymore. Oh, no, that's not true. I did see him do stand-up. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Recently? Um, a few years back, when he was doing that thing on... Like Facebook and Twitter, where he was like, "If I can get uh, whatever it is, 300 people to say they'll go to this show, then in, the, in whatever <laughs> city I'll do it." Um, anyway, uh, it's going full circle. I don't know if you remember uh, when Real Time with Bill Maher first came on HBO. Paul F. Tompkins was on it. Really, yeah, I had no he idea. Would give commentary at the top of the show, like after the monologue. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Nope, didn't know that. But I've seen him insult Bill Maher on Twitter, so <laughs> I'm good with it. Uh, I found out he was also the original MC for Tenacious D, which I had no idea about yeah, that. Yeah, that either. makes sense because they were like, like all at Largo during that. Uh, during the oh my god, what's the name of the show? Uh, Mr. Show era, and they all oh, worked I together on that. I yeah. Um, all right. T uh, time to do what we do. At the end of the show, which is uh, tell you how to think. So go for it, Pat. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you'd like to say anything or send us a picture of your frog. Uh, rate us highly on iTunes and write a review. Uh, follow us on Facebook. But most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah. And I just want to say that uh, send us a picture of your frog is not a euphemism. So please, just frogs, actual frogs, if you're going to send those pictures. Uh, all right. I guess that does it. I think next week we're going to do the show we've been planning for a while, which makes it sound like it's way more interesting than it is. It's not. It's just another music uh, comparison episode. But who, who knows? Maybe we'll do that in 2019. Uh, so until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.